Hello, welcome to The Forgotten Fans, which is a cartoon podcast with your hosts, Riri and Jono. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, we also have someone, we have a guest today, special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Bruh, special. This is the first time someone's called us that. <laughs> this is amazing. But um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jay. On social media, I go by the pixelated on all of them. Twitter and Instagram, haha. <laughs> Branding. I also have an alt account, Unacceptable, which for the past month almost, I've been rambling about nothing but arcane. Look at that, you see what I did there? Segway, huh? huh? <laughs> Amazing. I'm, I'm a natural at this. You are a natural. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm so sorry I stole your thunder. That's alright. So today we're talking about arcane. Um, I know for the past few weeks I've been hyping up Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 4. I should not have done that. <laughs> I, I am very glad I never got into that, bro. I just saw the backlash on social media. Yeah, I just saw I saw all of your tweets the day it came out, and I was like, okay. Um, so I decided that it was not going to be a good idea to talk about Jurassic World on this podcast. I have a video on my YouTube. Please check it out. Um, it's like fifteen minutes long, but it was like forty-five. Um, so yeah. Um. I'm scarred for life, um, and I don't want to talk about it that much. So just when I see where I did talk about it, okay, arcane. Arcane. <laughs> arcane. <laughs> it's very awkward today. Uh, remember, so remember, guys. remember last week how we had so many technical difficulties. Well, it, we, we, we we're not having a good time. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna get even worse when we talk about arcane because it's all we can think of is pain and suffering. Literally. So true. Uh, so, so how would you describe arcane in one word? In one um, word. Pain. Crying. <laughs> I, I'll do you as one better. Perfect. You are. You're very right. You actually. That's true, yeah. That is true. To be fair. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright then. So what wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Before we get into talking about Arcane, we want to ask you some questions. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm putting you're you on the hot seat. You're a ghost. Oh god. You're a ghost. You're a ghost. You're a guest. You're a guest. <laughs> <laughs> We have to break you down before the episode starts so that you don't get too confident. Yeah, we did that to ourselves. Okay, alright, fair enough, fair (laughs) enough. Um, Let's relive some trauma. I'm trying to ask you. What did we ask ourselves on the first point? (laughs) I can't remember. Um, So, do you want to... So, um, how long have you, like, been into kind of, like, cartoons and stuff? And what would you say are some of your favourites? Alright, so, um... The first cartoon I actually properly watched would be Transformers Prime. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if you know about that, but it's like a 3D rendered show on oh, Cartoon yeah. Network that ran from like 2011 to 2013. I did not and have like that... Cartoon Network in those years, I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, it's alright, it's alright. It wasn't that popular. Oh my god, the entire setup just went black. <laughs> what? Nope, okay, nope, I salvaged it, I salvaged it, no worries, cut, we'll cut that in post, maybe, I don't know. But, um, yeah, Transformers Prime was my first foyer into animation, and then from there I went into Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and then, like, 
it just went downhill. I just didn't watch anything for like a good chunk of three years. And then in 2017, I got into Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and that's that's where yeah. I just began. I've, I revisited Gravity Falls. I tried DuckTales, never never continued. And then it just it just went from it just went to Amphibia to the Owl House and that that's where my that's where my animation just appreciation came from. So yeah, yeah that's that's my history with animation really. Very interesting. It's a very low bar, if I must say <laughs> so myself. Well, mine only starts from like a year ago. <laughs> so she I didn't have Disney Channel just... or Cartoon Network. I'm sorry, I was poor. <laughs> oh wow fair enough i i pirated stuff from like a very young age all because all because when i was when i was in like year six um, i wanted to watch episodes of the magic school bus <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and that led me that yes. led me to the site that i still use today for all my costumes Ayo, so like uh, i wouldn't uh, be into uh, any of this stuff if it wasn't for the magic school bus <laughs> the magic oh school bu- big up the magic school bus everybody <laughs> as a show um i didn't really know that much going into it i could not give a shit about league of legends oh this um, is so true <laughs> like i knew all i knew of <laughs> was the character jinx and that was it that's all i, I did i didn't even know that honestly i was like oh league of legends no thank you well i well i know is one of my friends told me stay away from league <laughs> <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah you know my exposure to league you know that one meme where it's like you're on a league of legends and <laughs> he slams the the gavel down to death <laughs> <laughs> and then he's strapped to the electric chair. That's my only interaction. It's like everyone's been saying, everybody who watches Arcane, don't get into League. Take the law and run. <laughs> yeah, I so saw true. a thing I saw a thing yesterday which is like guide for people who want to play League of Legends after watching Arcane and they were just like uninstall it. And the guy was like, <laughs> <laughs> the guy was like I'm not even gatekeeping, it's just a bad game, don't get into it. <laughs> I'm I'm fine not knowing shit about the show because I think it makes it a bit more enjoyable because I have no idea what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. After I finished um the entire first season, I delved into a bit of League oh of Legends gosh. lore, and it's it is pretty interesting. But I've held off on like future plots for anyone in the show, so I don't like ruin season two for us. But like, the the world of Rune Terror is very interesting. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he agrees yeah. without knowing what Rune Terror is, bro. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have some friends who um, used to play League and now they're like, why the fuck did I play League? But they're like, stay away from it. One. And two, and then they're talking to me about, about some character's lore and I'm like, I've only seen the show. This is my only knowledge. One, no, exactly. I couldn't care. Two, Please don't spoil the rest of it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how do you guys even know like how much how much the show is actually taking from League lore? I like, do it, actually. Is like, it like so, adapting a storyline, or is it like just that Arcane season one is it's very much a completely original story. Even the characters from the game don't follow the in-game law. They've mm. literally taken the characters and. It's like a backstory. Fucked off, it? yeah. <laughs> like they, they've they've quite literally changed 
a lot of aspects from the game and the only one that they've I think they've kept is um the vague implication that Jinx and Vi are sisters. That's the only thing that they've kept from the game. Okay. Everything else is completely original, which is really interesting. Fair enough. I've seen some of the writers on uh, Twitter. They've just kind of they were kind of given their like free reign, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's better. Yeah, because I mean, you know, if you're not tied down to any specific point, it means you can develop a story, and as stories go on, they change, and you go back and you revisit them, and things change. And as long as you don't have to stay into canon, I think it. I feel yeah. like um, that's that's some of my issues with Marvel Studios is the fact that uh, they will either. Hmm. I don't, I don't like speaking about Marvel Studios because it made me depressed now. Um, they either try and stay too much to canon that they fuck it up or that they change it so much from canon that they fuck it up. There's no middle ground. That's pretty, pretty true, to be honest. You can't seem to decide between the two. Um, and this is why I believe in animation. Um, so... Um, I feel like oh the, moon, the Moon Girl show is going to be great. Fuck Marvel Studios. The Moon Girl show is going to be great. Do you know about that, Jay? I don't. I was about to just say, like, my God, you might should bring it back on track. And then you talk about Moon Girls, and I was like, what on earth is going on? Moon Girl and the Devil Dinosaur. One of my favorite comics. Oh my God. I'm looking um, this up. Moon Girls. She's a standby member for the Champions, if I remember correctly. And she's like nine years old. Um, but Is um, it still Marvel? Yeah. yeah, but it's oh a DTVA. God, right. sh- it's going to be a DTVA show, and the the intro animatic came out. I'm like, oh my god, that's so good. Um, intro, and I'm taking it on YouTube. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this was supposed to be about arcade. Um, it's fine because I spend too long editing these. Um, so I edited like a two hour podcast into like an hour and fifteen minute one. You know, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> That just shows how much useless stuff we say. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about before I got into my last <laughs> I don't know. Writing. The writing is really good, and I really like it. There we, there we go, there we go. <laughs> um, what writing? I have no idea what show we're talking about at this moment. Arcane, 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 Arcane. Okay, okay. Um, Alright, now we're so back to it. Alright. I watched Arcane... Um, I didn't see it when the first act came out. I saw it when the second act came out. So I saw the second act and the third act as they came out, but not the first one. Oh, wow. Because um, I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? It looks so good. I need to get around to watching it. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, I'm going to be right. I'm going to watch act three the second it comes out. I am getting into this now. Um, so, yeah. God, I wish I wish I had that foresight. I literally remember the advertisement going around being like, Arcane, League of Legends, go watch it. And I literally instantly latched onto the League of Legends thing. And I was like, no way I'm watching this. It, it might it might look nice, but I'm not watching it. Then all the social media started raving about it. It's amazing. I can't believe it. And I was like, people are not going to tempt me to watch a League of Legends show. No way. Then Act 2 come out and the people are continuing to rave about it. I'm like, nah, you're not making me do this. And then like, literally, the day Act 3 comes out, I'm like, fuck it, I'm, I'm taking a look. And then I get destroyed. I actually just <laughs> lose everything. Oh my oh, god. Amazing. There, there is a I... pit you can go to, right? Like, where you just feel completely down. Arcane took me all the way down and even more. 
It was it was it was awful. That that one week was just disgraceful because that show oh was so good. It's amazing. It was oh it was fun God. talking to you in the week after Arcane destroyed you. <laughs> it was it was it wasn't fun talking at all, honestly, because like twenty four seven I was just thinking about specific scenes and I was just reliving them and I was like, mm, I don't I, I don't like how this, a fucking League of Legends show ruined us this bad. <laughs> oh my god. But I yeah, let's had... let's start. Yeah, go on, Jonathan. I actually had Arcane on my radar for like a very long time because I remember seeing like some animation from it a while ago over summer maybe or something when something really? was released wow. for it. But like I completely forgot about it. I had no idea when it was coming out. I just remember seeing 3D animated show looks really cool. Um and then I was like hella busy as soon as it dropped and I was watching everyone else love this show and I was like, Oh, I need to watch this. <laughs> and then I finally got around to it, like four days ago (laughs) so i mean it was quite good when i finally got around to it but it's a bit sad seeing everyone else enjoy it when i was like waiting to watch it well enjoy it is a bit of a (laughs) (laughs) stretch there huh i really like how um act one it opened in like such a cold open like i did not know what was going on people were crying people were dying it was chaos um, but I, oh I, yeah, I like that kind of thing. I like being thrown right into a situation that I don't understand. So like you're trying to look around and see what's going on, what's going on. God, it's such a chilling opening as well. It's like, yeah, there is no, there's no, like words being spoken. Right, you're literally just hearing Powder sing that song. Mm. Just a really chilling song, and everything is told world building through the animation. Right, and then you 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 hit with the fact that you see their parents dead on the bridge Vander dropping his gauntlet signifying he's not fighting for a cause anymore taking the kids back over the bridge and then you get hit with the intro by Imagine Dragons and oh my god oh my god how how, how am I meant to process that I was not expecting Imagine Dragons I was like is this fucking Imagine Dragons what's going on here (laughs) but it had the the intro song anime has become well all of the songs have become like they just on repeat and um so like sometimes we're in like photography studio we have like this audio thing and i'm just like putting songs on this cue and i'm just like putting all and some songs are playing and someone turns over to me like is that is this from arcane (laughs) they haven't even seen it they just know (laughs) of course it's arcane oh that's been me for like the past month Oh, so I'm walking my room and it's like, oh, is this arcane music again? And I'm like, hell yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Um, the, the, there the is, there is, is not so a bad good. song. There is not a bad song on that soundtrack, man. Mm-hmm. Literally. The, the intro The itself, intro slaps so hard. The animation oh and the way, I, the way I love animation, animation. intros that are like... Um, <laughs> They're kind of setting stuff up. So every time mm-hmm. you watch it, you notice more. Because you're just like, yeah, I still don't know yeah. who this person is. I don't know what's happening there. But I know who these people are now. And it's, it's like, like so good. It's like, you you only learn everyone in that intro by episode seven, which is in act three. Yeah. It's like, and that's I'm, insane. I guess because it happens on the beat drop and he has such a cool character design. You're waiting like the entire time to see who yeah. the, who's, the who's final that guy like, leader the mask. is. And yeah. then you're like, oh my gosh, it's Echo, and it looks so cool. And then 
Oh gosh, I love that bit. Echo, so Echo is a very cool character. Like I think this this is where like where you have no league knowledge comes into play because like I bet you if you knew who Echo was in the law you'd be like that's Echo, but like since. I think all three of us didn't know what League was. Yeah. And we were like, who is that guy? That beat drop goes hard. I want to know who that is behind the mask. And then when it's revealed to be Echo, you're like, that's even better because it's Echo. I thought they just forgot about him. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I thought thought they did. so well planned out. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Like, everything interconnects and you leave things on cliffhangers and then it comes back around. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I love the firelight so much, especially like when they were introduced in episode four. I think when they're attacking um, Jinx and them lot. Yeah, um, yeah. It's so that scene is so cool, and the animation and the um. I think they barely use green at all in any of their color parts for anything, and so when they use it for all the firelight stuff, it sticks out so much. And so you have them flying around in the hoverboards with the trail lights and everything, and it just looks fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that the leader is Echo and it's like it's linking back to an important thing from the start and it's just so clever how it's like meaningful connections being made between plot points it's just yeah oh, it's so good it's like, like I missed just... Echo so much I was like I'm gonna like this kid and then I see him again I'm like oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh man you, literally when everyone spoilers died at the end of act one <laughs> I, I i thought i thought echo was a casualty you know at first i thought you went in with him and he died but like nah now you stayed back i totally didn't didn't catch on to that and so when i saw him again in act three it was like little man little man <laughs> he's like me for real oh i love his character design so much though it's so cool he's so cool Speaking of the end of Act 3, oh my god, Act 3, end of Act 2, no, 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 the end of Episode 3, Episode 3, I was, Uh, I am really tired. That ending, Act act 1's ending is actually tragic, man, that that broke me on the first rewatch, no, the first watch, and then on the second rewatch, it just got hurt even more, because you already knew what happens. I skipped it in my second, I skipped it in my rewatch. There's that, there's, that, there's that shot of Jinx falling down after the explosion with all the blue lights coming from the... Yeah. From the... Vo- and and she's just smiling because she it's, thinks it's she does something good. It's such a contrast, isn't it? And it's just... It? Oh. It's, see, the thing is, also, like, you can't blame her on that situation either. It's like... Yeah. It's like, all she saw was this massive hulking monster trying to kill her family. And what did she think was the best course of action? setting off all the Hextech crystal bombs. Yeah. And it's just tragic because, like, after that, you, she doesn't see it, but the monster doesn't die, and the only thing that she's done is kill her family. Yeah. But that was it was the best of in, It was the best of intentions. That's just went completely awry. And it's like... It's, it's like, like you say, the ending of Act 1 is just so tragic because it's like, so many things were, like... And none of the characters were acting in a, like a bad way we're acting at the best of intentions, yeah. but it's so many like something was just slightly missed or slightly misunderstood or they were angry for like a second too long or they said the wrong word here and then it just causes everything to fall apart and it's just like mm-hmm. you're left with that final shot with Silco holding Jinx and like the fire in the background oh, and it's like oh, oh my gosh it's genuinely like every... heartbreaking 
and then that song that kicks in by Ramsey, Goodbye. You're just mm. like, nah, there, there's the waterworks. There's the waterworks. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally, once once Powder comes around the corner and goes, my monkey bomb finally worked. That, that was the downward spiral. Oh that, that, that was it. It was it was actually so sad, man. Like, yeah. Vi acted exactly as you would, right? But, like, maybe she shouldn't have, but you can sympathise with her in that moment. Yeah, and everyone like, treated it's, her it's like... so terribly. She's like, oh, I finally did something. And then her own <clears throat> sister turns around and she's just like, no. <laughs> Crying. Yeah. Like... And, and, then, and then Vi literally moves herself from the situation, takes a breather. And then literally turns around and sees Silco there, ready to stab a child. And then Marcus comes in to save her life, because like if she intervenes, she'll she'll get killed. But by doing that, Marcus has literally put in put in place the creation of Jinx. Yeah, it's like this domino effect is One so thing insane. After another, really, like yeah, like literally, I saw someone say like. Jinx's story is literally the personification of the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and it literally is. Yeah. No, it's like it's genuinely so heartbreaking because you see, even even at any point where she has decisions to make, she's always trying to make the decision that she feels is actually gonna help the people that she cares about. Yeah. But then she just has all these <clears throat> stuff. We're just telling her like, oh, well, this person doesn't actually care about you because they did this thing. And it's all these misunderstandings that are getting in the way. And all this manipulation from, like, people, um, like, Silco, or, like, all of them people. And then it's, like, it's just, it's just so heartbreaking, because it's, like, they lay it so bare right in front of you. Yeah, um, it's, like, like, Arcane doesn't take that much to understand it, but, like, that's the beauty of it, because, like, it's smart in certain areas, but they lay everything out for you to understand immediately. Yeah. It's, like... You, you get what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, like, with this show, you can't really be, like, upset. We well, can be upset at people, but you can always see where they're coming from with their yeah. intentions. Yeah. Everybody, they're all as bad as each other, essentially. Like, n- no one is, like, on higher than other. No one is, like, a lot lower than other. Except for Jay's. Jay's can fuck off. Um, <laughs> 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 Even then, though, like Jace does come from, a, come from like good intentions at times. Yeah, I know. I just like, don't first, like him. For the first two acts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's he was all right <laughs> to begin with, but he got to act three, and I was like, I'm sick of you. I appreciate him as a completely well-written character, but they also the the problem is that he's well-written for me to not like him. So. <laughs> Bro, you, you just hate him because he invented sex tech, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So true. Jace has game, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, I don't God. know how, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like okay, I feel like the show really wants me to think that Jace looks hot. Um <laughs> he doesn't. I, I I don't. I, I don't know what you think, Jay, but I didn't. <laughs> Well, I mean, did you see that big girthy hammer of his? <laughs> we need a yes or a no. Is it a yes or a no? We need oh out of three. Oh god! Oh, I'm, I'm not answering that. I'm not answering that. <laughs> nah, you're not. You're not. You're not blocking me in a rock in a hard place. 
Hard place, no innuendo. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I guess I guess that speaks for itself then, huh? <laughs> Two out of three people, so that's a majority. So we're, we're <laughs> basically, we didn't actually need your input because either way, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, did it, I? Well, I, d- I don't know if this reference makes sense to any, anyone else because I. Um, yeah, um, Milo and Clagger, they remind me of those two guys from Tinkerbell. I don't know if you've seen Tinkerbell. I have seen Tinkerbell. I and I, 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 Do you know I, I what I mean? How, I hate how you're right. I hate how you're right. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. I don't know their names, but they, they look exactly like them. Um, I know who you mean, because I thought the same thing when I saw Clagger. I was like, oh my it's, gosh. This, this is tragically like on point. No, literally, because literally. it's the go- down to the goggles as well. Yeah, it's the goggles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> God, I, I hate I hate it. I was like when I saw the series, I was like, "Hey, yo, these guys aren't main characters. They remind me of something from another franchise." <laughs> and then you, and then and then I read the notes before we started, and you, and I read Tinkerbell, and it clicked, <laughs> and it just clicked. And I was like, "No, <laughs> no, you're right." What did you guys think of the time skip? Because I mean, for me, it wasn't clear how long the time skip. Oh yeah, the was. the time skip wasn't clear, but it was well done. Yeah, definitely. It was it was well done for the story I like how they they wanted to tell. It. I yeah. knew it was coming because I knew that Jinx was a character because that's all I'd seen anyone talk about, and Powder clearly wasn't old enough to be Jinx at that point, so I expected it to come probably at the end of Act One, but um, but like you say, it wasn't quite clear how long it was, but it was very interesting, especially because they end with like Vi and Jinx's story. And then they dump you into episode four, and you basically don't hear much. You hear, like yeah. you have Jinx, but then aside from that, you don't really see Vi until is Vi at the end of episode four? Yeah, the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't see Vi for like basically the entire episode, which is quite interesting. But it allows them to do so much other world building that they needed to do um, to set up everything else that was going to happen. So it's quite clever. Because we mm-hmm. got to see the both Piltover and Zorn how they are now. So how they've been affected by what had happened at the end of Act One, um, and so setting the scene, getting to know the characters again, because obviously it's been quite a few years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jace doesn't look any different, but <laughs> <laughs> Victor, on the other hand, looked looked like he had better days. Poor Victor. man. Don't, don't Poor man. disrespect Victor. No, Victor, love... Victor is like the best character on the show. <laughs> he really but I'm is. so biased. I'm so biased towards Jinx. But like, bro, like, you, can we talk relate, about do that? Do you find Jinx relatable? I, I do. I do. Yeah, you know I'm, when, I'm in my um, Jinx era. You know when Powder was like just like on the floor well in her room like just crying and having a meltdown i was just like bro i've been through the same thing i feel very attacked right now well not like, yeah, like obviously it's not the same thing but i've been in the same situation where i'm just like crying yeah and i'm like, oh, like the the emotions felt very raw and very real yeah. didn't they it was like it was very uncomfortable but that's yeah. what they wanted to do isn't it i think that's one of the good, good things about adult mm-hmm. animation is that you have the ability to actually have like raw visceral emotions like that like no studio like disney is ever gonna allow you to show a scene like that on the disney channel but uh <laughs> on but the disney you have, like, channel has become like a saying <laughs> 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 but when you have when you have netflix and you have a 15 age rating 
you can actually do stuff like that properly and it has so much more of an impact so. I like how we were briefly introduced to Caitlyn in Act 1 oh so the only did... Brit ever <laughs> the only Brit ever you can't say that on a podcast with three British people <laughs> nah, Caitlyn Kiriman man the only British person to have rights I stand by that her, my like, god her actress is Scottish right but Something about her accent, it just doesn't. I don't. It, I don't really like it. I, something feels because she's, <laughs> she's British. It unsettles. This me. is so true. <laughs> I get that they were. It trying unsettles to do, like, me a, too. <laughs> I get that they were trying to do like a proper, like posh, posh British accent, but it feels too posh. It feels too posh. That it feels a bit fake. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess. So I just have an issue with British accents in American shows, <laughs> even though even though the actress is Scottish, and I have no idea what the what the actress's accent is like. It just feels off to me. Yeah, yeah I get you. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt that a bit at the start, which is why the, the, as soon as she showed up, my first thing that I did <laughs> was tweet out. Caitlin is British? What the fuck? <laughs> I, I remember that, that tweet. I was at I, uni when you tweeted that, I think. <laughs> but then, uh, after a while, I think I just got used to it. Like, whatever. You do get used to it, but when you use it, it's a bit of a shock to begin with. Just like real life, isn't it? You see British people and you're like, what the fuck? And then eventually <laughs> you, you can't, get used you to can't it. say that. You can't say that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like on Twitter, though. So you'll say something. Like you'll speak, you'll like. I was in a situation once. I think I I'd been all week. I'd been like completely just like telling the Tories to fuck off. And then I say oh, one God. thing about being British, and someone turns around and goes, "You're British? <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen my British? What?" <laughs> I still get people now being like, "I didn't know you're British." I'm like, "What do you think I was?" And they're like, "American." <laughs> do I slag it off the Tories? Do I look American? <laughs> Oh wow, that must hurt. God, I can't say that on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Being British, <laughs> it's not that much better than being American. That is that's, true. To that, be that, fair. That's what I was gonna say. Never mind. Then all all better <laughs> off. <laughs> Americans are not the brightest tools in the shed. There we go. I said it. <laughs> My God. I had American. I had American slander on one of these podcast episodes once, and I think it got cut out. <laughs> it's like when I first posted the podcast, I had somebody in the comments of my like video, the promo video that I posted, being like British, haha. All you have to say, we're announcing the podcast, and you just be like you're British. Wow, I didn't know that. That's amazing. I remember that. That was quite funny. <laughs> I really like the uh, Caitlyn and Vi. The way they started off and the way they ended. (laughs) Whoa! Ah. Um, I was like, "Oh, these two people are cool." And then I got to a point, was like, "Oh, oh, there is something going on here." Oh, oh, these bitches gay. Good for them. Good for (laughs) them. You that see, was that was the only other thing I knew about the show going in was everyone <laughs> talking about Caitlyn and Mike, and I was like, ah, okay. uh, yes. The only thing like I that saw one going into your hot cupcake screenshot <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> the on only my video line. I saw. Um, 
I mean, I didn't even notice until Act Two that it was Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> oh, that, I that, recognize that's, that's you the start. That was like one of the main reasons why I wanted to start, you know, because of Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld has been like everything this month. Yeah, like, uh, and it's like, like I watched when I was watching Arcane, when I was watching Act One, or between Act One and Act Two, is when the Spider Verse Two trailer dropped as well. Oh god, bro! There was like even more Haley Steinfeld. And if I had a nickel for every year Haley Steinfeld starred an animated property and then stole the month in the live action property, I would have two nickels, which isn't much, but it's weird it's happened twice. <laughs> So uh, during Act 3, when it was like raining outside and um, Caitlin goes after Vi, I was like, are we going to get a rain kiss? No, we're going to wait. we got a rain breakup oh. instead. Uh, it, I, was, I, it was the miraculous umbrella scene again. Oh my gosh, don't say that. <laughs> That's immediately what I thought of, you know, when that happened. I was like, hey yo, Vi, you got an umbrella there, huh? Why would you point that out? <laughs> It was the exact same framing, though. Like, oh, I couldn't think of anything no, else. Well. <laughs> Why would you bring up Miraculously? <laughs> Jono knows that I absolutely fucking hate that show. But uh, I'm still, Nuru, like, Dark Wings, rise. I'm still, we like, go by Akuma and evilize them. <laughs> I think that was the first thing I, in the first episode I said I don't like Miraculously. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, our very first episode had a lot of miraculous slander in it, and Are then you like kidding every me? single episode after it has still had miraculous slander. <laughs> in it. You, can, you don't, you don't like the top tier writing by Tommy Astook, <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's blocked, blocked every critic. Really, <laughs> <laughs> he's blocked you. I didn't even say anything directly. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's an actual honor. That oh my god. One of my mutuals, I think I'd just seen it, uh, was talking about it because he had been. Like, really Islamophobic, being like, I don't put religion in my show, so fuck off. And then um, my mutual was asking me about it, like, oh, d- but d- do they have, like, religious buildings in it? I'm like, you know what? They do. <laughs> they have, like, Notre Dame and the Second Kura and stuff. Those are religious buildings, but they're in the show, so why are they in the show? He doesn't want religion in the show. Because he's just Islamophobic because he doesn't want to put a hijabi in the show. Twat. And then I got blocked. I didn't even directly speak to him, and he blocked me. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. Actually, He's convinced Tommy's can't take criticism. Tommy's? Tommy's, yeah. So true. That Ninjago one as well. Riri, how much do you know about Ninjago? I know absolutely nothing. Thank God. <laughs> Thankfully, the arcane shoreners aren't. See, look at me, I'm getting back on track. Oh back God, on track, thank you I'm saving a natural. Saving us. I actually don't know who the arcade showrunners are. Sorry. Well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't either. <laughs> the only French people that deserve rights. Take that, Macron. No, wait, Daft Punk as well. Shit. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Caitlin. I liked how she changed. So they kind of changed each other's views on stuff. So yeah. by was like, oh, everybody from Piltover fucking sucks. And then, um, Caitlin was like, oh, maybe I treated and misjudged um, Zorn. Um, yeah. And I, they kind of, as they kind of got closer together, they ch- changed their views and, you know. It's the, it's the oil and water thing, you know, because I think 
that oil and water thing is the most clever thing in this entire show. Because not only does it sum up, like, um, Kate and Vi, but it basically sums up the entire dynamic of, like, Piltover versus yeah. um, Zorn. And, like, that divide between the two and how uh, each of them see each other as this, like... Each of them see each other as the villains in their own story, basically. And mm. the whole point, like, the reason why Kate and Vi work and why they get so close to actually solving issues is because they're, like, actually a mix between the two. They actually, like, meld together. They're not, like, seeing each other as opposing forces. And it works so well. And I and when they say that in that rain scene, which is, like, such an emotional scene as well, it's, like, oh, it's so clever. It's so clever and it's so meaningful and it's just so well done. I love it. But, like, yeah, that's why the ending for Arcane is so poetic because, like, Jace, at least, recognises that fighting is not going to end off nicely. And it's, like... Th- there's that one line where, like, a Malmoderda's mother comes in and she says, you can't unmake weapons and they're always used. Yeah. And it's, like... Gosh. It's so poetic in the end, like, how Jace is, like, we can't fight because we'll annihilate Zorn and I don't want to have suffering across the board. Yeah. And then, like, the council come to the decision that, yes, let's have peace. But because they've neglected Zorn for so long and pushed them to the breaking point, you've got Jinx, who's just killed Silco, and is avenging him by using the weapons they've created because it's unavoidable. Yeah, and unavoidable. the very same weapon that Jace yeah. created, and Jace pushed to get, like, out there into the world. And it's, like, yeah. this full circle thing where the very lessons that he ignored at the start, because he thought that he could do something better than what they were warning him against to come back to to kill him in the end. Yeah. You know, as long as Mel doesn't die, I'm good. Because Victor was in that room, right? Victor's fine. Of course Victor's fine. Um, Mel was right there. She started to turn around. Mel's... Like, was it Mel, like, right in front of the window? She was. Yeah. She's she's an original character. I don't think she's in the game. So that's why people are like, oh, she's not in the game, so she's going to die, and Jace is going to live. I'm like, no, 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 no. See, oh. but, like, that's the thing. Like, Savika's an original character, and she's not in the game, right? But they're adding her to the game. So yeah. what what's what's stopping them from adding Mel to the game? You know For what I mean? Know, it's like Mel could have super spidey senses, and that's why she turned around, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. She's going to save everyone. Just not Jace. Like, oh, my gosh, Mel, like, Mel Madonna in No Way Home. <laughs> for fuck's sake one week guys one week <laughs> one week one week this is Wednesday by the way we're filming on Wednesday because in the UK we get two days early get fucked America yeah um. <laughs> god that got political quick <laughs> oh, no way home no way home <laughs> so like us discussing the politics of Piltover Renz the Wonderful was not political but the moment we mentioned uh, no way home <laughs> that's the political bit oh, you say it's okay because it's fictional <laughs> no it's not even it didn't even get political when I said fuck the Tories <laughs> that's that's true, just actually. Fashion, though, isn't it that's, that's, so that's just me with double standards honestly <laughs> The fight scene between uh, Echo and Jinx. Oh my god, oh my that god. animation! Oh my god, that's so well done. Between everything in that well. scene worked so well. Like dynasties and dystopia, the the different mediums they used to to symbolize the flashbacks. Oh my god! And like the the foreshadowing that Echo creates a time machine and all that. It's like bro. Echo creates a time machine. Echo creates yeah, a time in, machine. In, 
Right, so in the game, right, Echo has this device, which is called the Z Drive, and he can replay specific moments in time. So, like, in game, it's like, if you fuck up an attack, you can undo that attack and redo a different strategy. Mm. And that's, that's, that's what the thing in the show is trying to do, like how he throws the watch on the ground. And like it, it goes okay. back. I, th- I yeah. thought that was like seeing what was like different outcomes of things, and then he could choose. I didn't know that. That's cool. My one of my yeah, friends like, told me when I was getting on Act Two, he was uh, when I was finishing Act Two. He told me, "You are not ready for the ending of Episode Seven. It has the most insane animation. You're gonna love it so much." And my mind, even with knowing that going in, my mind was blown. That scene is insanely <laughs> good. Like best stuff in like the entire year in any media. It's so so good. It's two D animated, isn't it? I'm I'm just a sucker for two D animated. It's a mix. Look, it's a really good mix. I yeah. Think. Yeah. That's I one thing I love about Arcane is the fact that they do like other animation styles within their show still when they need to. They'll switch to something else yeah. to emphasize this point and switch to something else to emphasize that point in there. And it's just it just shows you how much the medium of animation can do. It's like when you're trying to see inside incredible. of Jinx's mind. Yeah, exactly. Those, those things are so cool. The little scribbling oh, like, stuff is so good. Yeah, like whenever Vi does like a punch and you see those two D clouds coming off of it. Oh my! They God, do. The, they do. They do. The um, integration fire and smoke like in the same style the Spider Verse does, and it looks yeah. So it's cool. the inter- the integration is so good, man. God, New Deal for animation. Am I right? Pay them more. Absolutely. Um, so I did true. hear some things about some people who were. Um, being recruited as animation animators for the show some mm-hmm. people turned it down because the rates weren't good and i just fear that mm, oh no maybe they were overworked and weren't paid enough and i'm like oh fuck. But, but that's like the issue you have with every animated show right now people yeah. aren't paying enough yeah they are not being paid money, enough fucking sucks but that's why i think so, shows like this are good because you see the um the draw that Arcane has and how it's like the number one Netflix show or whatever and it's like mm-hmm. it shows everyone how much of a market there actually is for animation and the more you have shows like this especially adult animation that's actually good you're reminding people that animation is actually worth their while and yeah it's I think not a, a genre it's a medium yeah exactly it's a medium and it has so much potential and people keep like disvaluing it for the fact that it's just animation and that's why we have all these situations where people just not getting paid enough for doing the exact same job in animation. And I think stuff like this has the potential to change that in the long run, hopefully. Absolutely. I mean, that's why we have this, right? We're the forgotten fans. We are so like kind of the forgotten <laughs> people as a demographic. And then when you're yeah. finally, when there's finally a show that is like directed at your demographic, you're like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like, I'm glad. Arcane got the attention it did because that means more people might invest in animation that's not like like adult animation like you know over 12 that's not fucking like family guy <laughs> did, uh, I, I know I, you, I know you've seen it uh, Riri did you see the the list Jay the critics choice I did I did that's, that is actually shocking show. right there's so I, I can, many good can... shows this year, and those are the ones they Yeah, chose. this year was such I an can... incredible year for animation, and those are the shows that got on there. Like, See, like, I can make a case for Arcane that maybe it was a bit too late to add to that list, but like, come on, man, Invincible. Invincible should have you're, 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 te- you're, you're telling me Invincible got shafted for Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yeah, okay, so Big anyone, mouth. Who anyone who's listening that doesn't know, 
um, the Critics' Choice Awards had their best animated series and nominations, and um, their shortlist was Big Mouth from Netflix, Bluey from Disney Plus, which I have no idea what that is. Um, oh, it's, it, it's Bluey's. Um, it's like a Disney Junior show. Oh, okay. Oh. But it's also on Disney Plus. So. Oh, okay. Um, Bob's Burgers, um, The Great North, which I also don't know what that is. Um, Q Force, which we're talking about, and, <laughs> and What If. Um, what if sucked? <laughs> what 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 if was fun, right? But like, it, like o- over invincible. It's like yeah, even yeah. even over even over like the Owl House. I'd say this year deserved to be on here. Yeah, um, like season season two A of the Owl House. Was season two A was really good. Really, it definitely good. deserved to be on here more than what if. Like okay, I Jay, I know you're a what if enjoyer. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna enjoy it, but I, I can I can definitely see cases against what if. Yeah, go and on. Especially especially a show like Big Mouth or Bob's Burgers, which are on here like every single year. They seem to get nominated for the same stuff, and it just shows you how little consideration the people running this stuff actually have for what makes good yeah. animation. They're just like they have funny. Yeah, exactly. They're like a funny comedy show that put it in, and that's it. God. It's like, how a lot of the, um, os- it's like how a lot of the uh, Oscar panels will be like, like, they've admitted to not watching the animated best animated feature things and yeah, choosing exactly. the Disney one. It's gross. I still think it's a miracle how Spider-Verse won that Oscar in 2018. Like, I think genuinely. the only reason that, it won is because the... they knew that if it didn't, uh, the amount of backlash that would have come from... Because it was just yeah. so clearly... I mean, for me, for me, I think that that was a year, especially with the movies that were there that year. That was a year where Spider Verse deserved to be nominated for Best Picture. Absolutely. Not even like just yeah. animated picture, but actually Best Picture, and it didn't get that. But I feel like when it's at that level, they kind of knew they had to, or else there would have been <laughs> see, like, way too much backlash. See, did did you see that thing about Wreck It Ralph? Because that that came out at the same time. Oh, like gosh. on on store shelves, there was like. Oscar Oscar winner film or something. They'd already prepared DVD cases which had that sticker <laughs> on. So oh, wow. they, they, they they definitely knew that they had to change to Spider-Verse in last minute, otherwise the backlash would be too great. Yeah. But Ralph otherwise, Wreck-It Ralph that. would have just taken it by Disney. Oh my gosh, I haven't even watched Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, the second it's, don't, <laughs> please don't. I, I saw it, I saw it like opening night and it was so bad. Oh my but God, Jay, please Jay, don't. I want to see him getting slandered on Twitter. <laughs> but genuinely, oh, the only good thing in that film was seeing Iron Man next to Eeyore. That was it. <laughs> that was it's that was Disney it. Everything Infinity. else was. It, it basically was. I think the place was actually called Disney Infinity or something, like <laughs> oh Disney God. Infinity Hub or some shit. It's I haven't oh, watched wow. it since, but like you know. But yeah, I mean, I I always say I think. Um, awards categories. The two anim- the two categories that they don't understand at all are animation and uh, music, like film scores and stuff. Because they just mm. never, they never, um, they just vote for the generic stuff every time. Like if you have a Hans Zimmer score or a John Williams score, it's almost definitely gonna uh, be nommed a win. If you have a Disney or Pixar film, it's almost definitely gonna be nommed a win. It's like they don't actually put any consideration to it. Like you said, so many people come out and just straight up admit. That they have not watched this stuff, or they have not listened to this stuff. They just literally just pick whatever, based off of nothing. And like, you end up with situations like this where we have Big Mouth being nominated for a best animated show over shows like Invincible, The Owl House, and Arcane in such a 
wonderful year for animation and it kind of just sucks i mean especially because of the pandemic the pandemic um animation has like like been the industry's way of money for because of the pandemic yeah. because obviously a lot of live action hasn't been able to be in development and so all of the like animators the right anyone who works on animation has been working through the pandemic and then they don't get any credit for it like it's just yeah. like oh yeah we worked on this show well like like they look at look at what they did appreciate what they did give them awards and like look 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 yeah it's good it, it really sucks <laughs> I was gonna say the Oscars this year, this year, uh, for the this animated, year, um, it was um, like Soul, Wolf Walkers, um, Over the Moon, and Shaun the Sheep. And I was like, well, Shaun the Sheep's not winning. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, as much as I loved Soul, it did not deserve the best winning <gasps> anime, best Ow. film. Like. Oh, are we talking about o- the Disney Ooh. one? Like, yeah, Ooh. like Wolf Walkers and Over the Ooh. Moon were like. Wolf to Walkers me, was incredible. I just, I don't know. Okay, so to me, uh, like this Oscars that went the one you're talking about, Over the Moon I think was incredibly overlooked for no reason. Like Netflix just didn't promote it at all. I only knew about it because one of my friends on Twitter was talking about it. And they were like, oh, you should check this out. I was like, wow, it's actually pretty good. Um, I. My favorite animated movie of last year was definitely Soul. So I like I held that pretty like I was happy when it won, mm. but at the same time, I wanted Wolf Walkers to win because I was like, this movie is incredible. Its animation is just insane, and I would rather an, a more indie studio like Cartoon Saloon get a nomination for an Oscar than like uh, get win an Oscar than someone like Disney or Pixar winning their like however many Oscars they've got so many in a row. And Wolf Walkers definitely deserved it. Like, it was at that sort of level where it was worthy. It just... The downfall yeah. of Wolf Walkers was that it was on Amazon Plus. <laughs> Amazon? Apple, 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 Apple. 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 Yeah. Apple, Apple TV Plus. <laughs> That's the thing. I keep telling it to people, like, you should watch Wolf Walkers and, like, where do I watch it? And I'm just kind of like, oh, pirate it. Because <laughs> no one has Apple TV. For all you're on about... But yeah, with I, I really do hope Arcane kind of has woken up some other companies to be like, oh, yeah. there's a demographic out here that is hardly catered to, especially with Disney yeah. going back into their like preschool era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, God, they're, they're making a mistake cancelling the Owl House. I feel but, like the Owl House and Amphibia is like the reasons why they don't want shows like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but they're Probably. the best shows. They are the best shows. They're so good. And DuckTales, which Jay hasn't watched because he's it's trash. It's so good. God, I need to get on it, but like I yeah, can't start do. anything after Arcane. Genuinely, <laughs> I'm unable to start anything after watching Arcane. <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm just, I was just going to say like, it's definitely going to be Disney's undoing by cancelling the Owl House and Amphibia because that market's going to be left completely open and then Arcane will just take the scene and then yeah. Disney will start competing with that company and then other companies who realise that oh, Arcane's shown that we can do this in animation and they'll follow suit and then Disney will stick to their preschool stuff and they'll just be left in the dust which honestly, yeah. thank God they've had the spotlight for too long let's take that with this monopoly and then let's let other companies well. 
They aren't even like, doing it well. You're right. The shows are good, but the amount of restrictions they put on the creatives is just it it holds them back from what they truly could be. And you have something like Netflix, which I always think streaming is the perfect platform um, to yeah. allow creators to do whatever they want. And if Netflix Disney would advertise just, their shows. <laughs> if Netflix would advertise their shows, yeah. But um, you have all these perfect opportunities for creators. Or you see creators would rather put them to places like Netflix where they have more creative freedom than Disney where they're like, oh, you have to fit the Disney Channel brand. Um, don't stab Marcy in the chest. <laughs> or we'll pull the show a day before it airs. Um, and it's like, well, yeah, obviously people are going to move away from Disney then. They're really just causing their own downfall, like you said. And they're not making much. Netflix has a good... Um... It is a good place. It's still not great. Like one of the writers on the show was saying that they had to fight for like the "you look hot" cupcake scene. I was like, yeah, really yeah. had to fight for that. I was like, they're not being canon by the end of this because because it's not going to happen. If they had to fight for that, it's not happening. Um, so I feel oh. like even though there still are some restrictions because Netflix isn't willing to go all the way, or the companies who are working with Netflix on Riot Games. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but I think I've said this before that streaming is um, streaming is the better for animation, but the streaming companies aren't going about it the right way. Yeah, exactly. I agree. There's so many opportunities to just have everything that it needs to be successful, and then the people running it just don't know what they're doing with it because they just don't understand what makes animation good and what can make animation better. So they just do whatever, and they just fumble so much of it. Absolutely. I mean, this is why I can't wait for our generation who grew up on these shows, who grew up with not having that demographic to, you know, go into, like... Animation. Animation, and try and make it better, because, yeah, the more of the, more of the people that go and be like, no, this is what people like, we, we know what people like, um, yeah. the more it's going to change. I, I know that some people are really trying their hardest, but um, they're not listening. We need we need to, yeah. we need we need to get people listening somehow. We need to um, attack Disney HQ in a coordinated series. Oh my God, Jesus! We can't. No, no, we can't be saying that. No, 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 no. It's like cut, when people cut. said we needed to raid Sony when they when they took Spider Man back. <laughs> oh my oh, God! That was that was that was a funny month. That was a funny month. That was chaos, Jesus. Uh, I, loved, I loved the memes. Yeah, I love the memes that came out of it. Breaking <laughs> news: MCU, Marvel right? offered <laughs> Marvel offered to give up Iron Man and Black Widow for Spider Man. <laughs> Coming off the tails of Endgame. Oh my gosh! Uh, Spider, oh, all the Sony Spider Man stuff. It's like the other day when, like two weeks ago, Tom Holland was like, "Oh yeah." I don't see myself playing Spider-Man past 30. I'm going to become a landlord and sell apartments. And then, like, a week later, he's like, the future of Spider-Man is looking incredibly bright, guys. Because he's got three more films. Oh. Speaking of Tom Holland, did you see that he's going to be on Hot Ones in, like, a couple of days' time? Oh, is he? In what? He is, yeah. Like, um, Jonathan, do you know? Do you not know what Hot Guys... Hot, hot Guys? Hot, hot guys? Wings are. No. no. It's where that Paul, right, so... Paul Rudd meme came from. Oh, the the okay, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, basically they 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 ask they ask questions and answer them while eating hot wings, and every oh question gosh. the intensity gets increased. 
We're so get like, away home spoilers. Yeah, that, that that's what people are saying. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna skip all the tears. They're gonna go straight to the hottest one, and they're gonna be like, "It's Andrew Garfield and Tobey <laughs> Maguire in this film," and then Tom's just gonna absolutely break. He's just gonna have to say it, otherwise like, he doesn't like, get his, he doesn't get his milk. This is other this is other interview that he did recently where the interview just asks him. So how good friends are you with Toby and Andrew? <laughs> and he's just sitting there <laughs> giving the most awkward that. response because like he can't say he's he's like a white for them in a film. He has to be like, yeah, we're kind of, like, we're kind of friends. We know them. We bumped into them a couple of times. I guess you could say we're friends, and it's just the most awkward, funny thing ever. I mean, it's like uh, there was a wide interview that came out today with Andrew Garfield. It might have been yesterday actually with Andrew Garfield and like one of the. It was the autocomplete interview. Oh, the Google um, one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, is um, Andrew Garfield in Spy- uh, returning to Spider Man? And he's like, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. He's like having a breakdown. I'm like, like, please, someone needs to let this. Someone needs to let this film come out. Free so Andrew can, Garfield. Like- Hashtag free Andrew Garfield. See, Toby's so lucky. He's just not in anything. So he's probably chilling at home. Meanwhile, Andrew Garfield was in Tick, Tick, Boop. So he's, like, done press for all of that. So everywhere he goes to promote that movie, he just has to face everyone asking him repeatedly whether he's in Spider-Man. So someone free this man, like, please. Because, I mean, even if he's not in the film, which is very not likely at this point, um, like, I feel sorry for him. Because imagine trying to promote your film, Tick, Tick, Boom, right? It's directed by Lin Manuel Miranda. Movie. It's about Jonathan Larson, a good fucking movie, a good movie musical for for once. Like, come on, and um, you're just like Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man. Yeah. We are so off topic right now. <laughs> <laughs> how, I wonder how much of this is going to make the final cut. This is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm going to upload it unedited. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. Um. So, so arcane, huh? Arcane, huh? Arcane. Um, arcane. Gay I, people exist. The end, <laughs> the end of Act Two, where was it? The end of Act? Is it the end of Act Two? Where Jinx lights the flare. Oh, oh man! God. Oh that, my that, god! Such a good moment. Heartbreak. I'm like, bye. Turn around. Bye. Turn around. Look at the flare. Look at my bye. 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 <laughs> That scene, that scene, everything is so well done. It's so well done, like the framing, like how Jinx is upside down because her world's completely turned around. Because like upon the upon the news of hearing that Vi is alive, so like the the camera's upside down. She's looking at the flare, and then she pulls the flare, which is Vi's, thinking that if she calls out to her sister, her world will go the right way around. And then you see the ghosts of Milo and Klager yeah. surrounding oh, it. It's like it's a cry for help, and she's above the city. It's blue, the the, the tone and everything. And then like you have Silco just absolutely screaming because he realizes that everything he's built is just gonna go to shit. Everything's falling apart. His entire station's collapsed around him. Oh my god! And then and then you have Vi and Caitlin just running through the undercity while Marcus sets up the barricades. And then you have the song by Wood Kid, Guns mm. for Hire playing in the back. It's Such like it just song. does not Such stop. So song. good. It does not stop. It's so good. It that really that scene was that scene was, uh, that was the scene where I was like, this show is just like insane, like on another level because. Oh man, we, just, I did, it, we, we hadn't even seen the Echo Jinx was. fight at that part, right? Yeah. But like, that that scene was like, yep, this show is a masterpiece. And then they follow up with the Jinx and Echo fight, and you're like, fuck me. Yeah. God. Literally. 
Um, the, thing the, the, that happened in Act Three, um, like I feel like no matter how I describe it, nobody's going to understand. Like so, when um, Vi and Caitlin are go- uh, going into Caitlin's room, and they go through the window, and I'm just like, "Whoa, okay, this seems a bit odd." And the way they're like helping, because like Caitlin is like very much injured, injured at this point, and the way mm-hmm. like it's framed that uh, her parents come in with a gun and they just stood there like yeah you you don't I feel like anyone is gonna ever understand like the noise the physical noise that came out of me when I saw that I was like you have to be fucking kidding me what is this right now <laughs> did you see did you see one of the I don't know if one of, whether it was one of the writers or one of the animators they were like saying that Caitlin has experience of sneaking girls and yeah yeah the writer <laughs> Oh man, everyone. Caitlin being six foot tall. Oh my god. <laughs> and in heels. Oh my gosh, Caitlin Keanu. The only Brit ever. <laughs> I love her. She's amazing. And then them on the bed. Oh my god, everything is going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is very gay right now. <laughs> Something LGBT just happened to me. <laughs> that scene was so good, though, with her talking about the monsters and playing with drinks, and then her regrets of leaving, even though, you know, she got arrested. But, like... Because oh, that, that, uh, that frames all of her regrets and like the way she sees the situation going into the rest of act three and it's like it just makes everything so heartbreaking especially in the final scenes with the or at the dinner table it's just like oh god i forgot about oh them god, jesus the dinner table <laughs> scene man that 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 broke is man i was like, fully expecting caitlin Kerman's head to be on that silver platter I was like, yes, if you would have done this, you would have gone over the line, I love you so much, but if you did this, mm, cut you off. <laughs> See, that, that's, that's the thing, though, it's like... That, that, that was the last laugh, though, at that point where Jinx goes, sheesh, I'm not that crazy. That's the last time you laugh. Every Everything from then, you're on the edge of your seat. Yeah. And it just, it's just, it's just, oh, it's so sad. God, how did they make me end up rooting for Selko in the end? It's so crazy. It's like the way they do this show is that there isn't really a villain. It's mm-hmm. like they portray Silco to be a villain for so long, but then at the same time, they just you see all the flaws in the like the council in Filthy yeah. and how they've dealt with everything, and then you realize well, Silco isn't really a villain in such a way. You know, like he's bad. He's done bad things, but he's also not really the villain. And then everyone else made him who he was. Really. Yeah, but like yeah, on the exactly. council, they they aren't inherently bad either. They they just they just do nothing. They yeah. they do nothing to help. Which but like it's because they got uncomfortable, not because like they have any ill will towards them. I mean, there, there's a bit of ill will, but it's mostly the fact that they think they can just solve it by doing nothing. Maybe the situation yeah, exactly. will just die down. But like God. There, there is no defined antagonist in the show. No. Literally, I remember seeing somewhere after after I was in that 
depressive episode for like a week that <laughs> Silco lost the moment he related to Jinx and adopted her. Like when Jinx that is talking true. about at the act of and then oh, can't talk at the end of Act One where Silco hears Jinx talking about how Vi abandoned her and all that, and then he looks over to Vanda's dead body and he sees himself in Jinx. He brings yeah. the walls down and he completely, he's completely lost at that point, and then like, yeah, you you could say that their relationship wasn't the best; it was very fucked up. And I think that's the point. But at the same time, there was all there was always throughout those two acts, those two final acts, that um, there was a very there's very much some kinsmanship between them. Silco really did care for Jinx, and Jinx depended on Silco. None of them none of them knew that until the very end. And it echoes the thing that Vanda said to Vi on the bridge, where it's like you know, but you don't know. And Silco yeah. only knows that. Silco finds out in the end, like. Well, shit! I would actually do exactly what Vanda did, because I love my daughter, and that's that's why it's so heartbreaking. Because like throughout Act Two and like up until Episode Nine, Silk refers to Jinx as like a prize, this thing that yes, I love her because she helps me and she can help me further my goal. But like once it once it comes down to Jinx's life is on the line, that's when he realizes that I would give up everything just to make sure my girl's okay. Yeah. And it's like, it's just that relatability, which is so, so human, that in the end, it completely destroyed us. It's like, they they have like, a fucked up relationship, but that's mostly because they both themselves have been through so much, and they're such yeah. broken characters. And the reason why their relationship works at all is because they're both so broken that they can understand each other's pain. Mm-hmm. And then they have that connection in that way, and that's what makes everything so heartbreaking, because it's like... It's unhealthy, but it's also, like, the most healthy thing that each of them have for each other at that moment, and those yeah. moments throughout their life. And I love that shot in the intro, where it's him holding... Oh, just holding uh, the... Volume powder in his hands. Yeah, because, like, that's, that's his world, like, the, the, the glow that's emanating from it. such a good shot. And, like, that, and then, like, and then, like, the music in the back, where it's, like, once they turn their hair, and then it turns to silk when he looks up in the red eye, and it's, like... <laughs> oh, my... God. That, that intro so did... Good. The intro had no right going that hard. Like literally, it's so I've, amazing. I've I've not seen an intro that good since Daredevil. It definitely it gave me so many Daredevil vibes, even though it's like completely different. I was like, Daredevil. yeah, yeah. God, man, it was I so good. I need to finish Daredevil before next week. Oh gosh. <gasps> you do. <laughs> um, yeah. Did we do? We did. Did we talk about episode eight? Did we talk about what happened in episode eight? It was yeah, oil and water, wasn't it? Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. We have. Yeah, we did. We did, we did. The rain scene. Yeah, the so miraculous rain. umbrella scene. No, no, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> You're never coming back, you are. I'm, I'm making the most of this then. <laughs> if I could add another thing about Victor, I think one of the best things about Victor is he's a character with like a disability and, you know, he's actually like treated like the show doesn't treat them like shit like yeah what happens to them is terrible but this like it's like terrible in line with what is happening to everyone else it's not like yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah so sometimes you get like characters with disabilities being completely 
mistreated on shows or um i mean there's one thing i do have an issue with was with the like fandom is like people like infantilizing victor because being disabled and being infantilized is not good and it's not very nice um but it could also be the fact that maybe it's not because he's disabled but because people are like that to characters like victor anyway i don't know but it still feels a bit weird to me so you know what i think you know what i think arcane needs i think arcane needs a video game uh, all right that's a that's a good time to end it (laughs) i i appreciate you having us on today it was it was it was a great experience god how could you how could you make such a fantastic show at the same time, yes, this is a good game. Let's publish it. <laughs> what do you mean? League, League's amazing, Jay. Shut all, my good. Right? This is the third strike. I'm leaving. This is it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so that is our episode on Arcane. Thank you very much, Jay, for joining us to talk about um, this wonderful Jesus. I am very honoured. I'm very honoured that you invited me over. Um, Congratulations on not crying during the podcast. At least, I assume. Oh, not. thank you. <laughs> you. You might have. We wouldn't know. You might have muted, but um, I have um, muted several times, but it wasn't to cry. <laughs> okay, okay, whatever you say. But um, oh, shut up. We we enjoyed we enjoyed having you on. It was quite fun. Um, it was fun. It's nice having a guest. It is nice having. Oh, a you, guest. Sh- you should get more guests. Like we try. Whatever. No one wants to be on our podcast. <laughs> So, if you're listening to this and you want to be on our podcast, let us know. You can um, contact us. Uh, you can contact me um, on Twitter at Ninjago Electric and Riri on Twitter at um, Vision of Viv. Vision of Viv. There we go. Um, or the podcast account. We don't care. Or the podcast account, which is at Fans Forgotten on Twitter, where you can also find links to everywhere that we are. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple, Google, everything. Uh, or if Anchor you go to dot Anchor. F. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> or if you go to anchor.fm/slash/slash/forgottenfans, um, um, it has links to everything. So, you know, support us, check us out, give us a follow, um, because we're cool. Um, and as you you're picking a follow, you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> that was shameless. Was I'm so you, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna cut it out now, Jacob. No, no. Yeah, now we're gonna cut it out because you butted your way in there. We're not gonna do it. That's it. We're doing episode no. done. Um, but yeah, you can Sonic find voices clagger. <laughs> you can find Jay um on Twitter at the pixelated. That's pixel with an A. Um, and you can find him on Instagram at the same at, and on Twitch, quite the same at. So, and on YouTube Branding. on everything. You'll search the pixelated somewhere and you'll probably find it. Um, I did that and I couldn't find it because I didn't have to spell <laughs> pixelated. <laughs> did you spell pixelated with an A? You do, you do. Like pixelated. Like pixel from Ninjago. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure that's what you meant when you created the account. There's there an entire uh, origin story behind that account, <laughs> but I won't delve onto it on, on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so we we all hope you enjoyed that episode, and we shall catch you again another time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to assume that's where we end it.